Welcome to Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. Each and every week we get to talk to new and exciting people about whatever is on their mind and what's important to them, whether it's health, overcoming addiction, spirituality, finding God, uh, politics, conspiracy, you name it, we cover it. So it's an honor and a blessing to have you join us. I look forward to meeting you and thank you so much for tuning in. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. And today I have one of my besties back on the show. You know him. You love him. NY Patriot from the Cult Rejects. How the hell are you, my darling? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. I'm talking to you. Oh, <laughs> I'll start out the show with flattery. So we make it for the well, best. Well, you started it first, so I'm just bringing, you know, giving it back. <laughs> well, you are one of my besties. We literally oh, talk sure. all the time. Oh yeah, and uh, one of the realest motherfuckers out there. Still, that's exactly right. <laughs> one of the most gangster women I know with a microphone. <laughs> Oh boy, we have had some interesting uh, conversations about all kinds of topics, and I wanted to have him on here today because um, if you haven't uh, watched his show or paid any attention to his show, he covered a topic before that hit very um, close to home for me. And so we are going to go over that today. The loyal order of the moose. So I have had uh, listeners of mine reach out to me before because I've mentioned it a couple of times. And they have also had family members that were part of the moose lodge. So I will uh, let you start off your spiel, my dear. (laughs) Uh, well, I guess first, I guess maybe just as a, a to make a disclaimer, um, when we like, you know, even with loyal loyal order of the moose or any secret society that we normally delve into, uh, I'm not saying this is every single person. You know, there's probably 98 percent of the lodge probably has no idea what the other two percent pieces of crap. Right. right. So when I when we cover these orders, I'm not talking about like the dude who's just going there to like have friends. You know what I'm saying? Or right. Have a couple of drinks. Like, you know, so I don't want your listeners thinking I'm pointing the finger at everybody. <laughs> right. Okay. No, this this is high ups. And uh, l- let me let me preface this by saying um, my father was a member of this. Um, they also have like uh, the women of the moose. And so my mother was part of that. And um, I can remember from a very uh, small age being taken to the Moose Lodge for get-togethers and uh, holiday festivities. And uh, you and I have talked about this on on many different occasions, how it was super uncomfortable for me. Mm. Um, I'm one of those people that's very much... I can read energies and and things like that. And I have been since, you know, I was a little kid and every time we would walk in the door, like the hair on the back of my neck would stand up and I would just get this like, you know, overwhelming, like uh, ball of, 
anxiety in my chest. I'd be like, oh, like I don't like being here. And so one of the things that you and I had talked about is I remember um, when they would have Christmas parties or things like that, they would actually have people that dressed up like furries. Oh. And I mentioned that on another show and people's like, what the hell is a furry? Um, a furry is a sexual fetish where one or more of the people dress up like animals. Um, and this kind of ties in in a weird way because, um, which I, I hope we touch on this today, but one of the famous members um, of the Moose that was a serial killer was John Wayne Gacy. Uh-huh. And one of the things that he said in his confessional tapes um, was that a lot of times when, you know, he was killing somebody, he would get on top of them and he would make them make animal noises. So yeah, wow. that kind of brings back that whole, you know, furries thing and all it's all about the children and, you know, and, and philanthropic organizations to help kids and help needy kids and whatever. But you've got the animals and the clowns and all that shit together. So anyway, that's why that's why I wanted to bring that up. And that's why I wanted to talk about it, because uh, my parents were members of the Moose. Hmm. Well, one thing when about and you, and you did, I think, mention it about like uh, the drinking or like a bar type scene. Uh mm-hmm. The loyal, believe it or not, and well, first off, the loyal lord of the moose and the elk lodge both do fall under uh, masonry. Mm-hmm. You know, they are part of uh, you know the, the masons of which um, we have those, both. <laughs> yeah, and those, the town I grew up in, and and you and I've talked about this too. The town I grew up in, we had masonic temples. We had the elk, the moose, the VFW. We had some kind of German, German Oberlanders club or something. We literally had all kinds of these uh, Shriners. Shriners was big there. Um, That makes sense. We literally had like, (laughs) I think it was the headquarters for like every secret society (laughs) you could ever have. Isn't it wild how you have a bunch of that stuff all in one area? (laughs) Yeah. In our little tiny town. Yep amazing <laughs> oh well yeah what i was gonna say um real quick just to, because you had mentioned it um i've spoken to a few masons that uh even listen to my show or people that aren't masons anymore mm-hmm. and uh i've been told from multiple ones and uh, it almost kind of makes sense when you see how much money they have too mm-hmm. uh they are actually the biggest come membership wise of all like orders inside or of the masons and it's mm-hmm. because a lot of dudes, like you could be a Shriner mm-hmm. or you could be, you know, say a Jester or Quatsicle or whatever. But like if you go become a member at the now, if you join um, the, the, the Moose or the Elk, now you have a lodge or a place that you can go to that will serve alcohol because the mm-hmm. other ones don't. So right. now you have a place for you and your friends from your other lodge. If you're all joined and became members at that specific lodge, you can mm-hmm. all go there and hang out, drink and probably right. talk about whatever and who's going to say anything about what you're talking about or what's going right. on. Right. Yeah. So those do actually have, uh, because of that whole, I think bar atmosphere, mm-hmm. they actually have the biggest numbers within, uh, the Masons. So I thought yeah, that was and that's, I'm looking into them. 
Yeah, and that's the thing is um, that it's it's not just in the United States. Like, it's an international order, <laughs> of which they have their own shopping website, too, if you want to buy any uh, loyal order of the moose stuff. Uh, they have a website for that where you can buy things. Um, they got Abercrombie and Fitch on there? <laughs> maybe. You never know. <clears throat> but the reason why... Um, it was it was so weird to me. It's like um, when you did your your first part on this, you did a three part series um, on this, and yeah, so I think because we tossed Gacy in there, so yeah, extra- w- which which he's important because he was part of this organization, okay. and and the reason why to me it hit home was um, ex military members. Um, and they're considered like the cleanup crew uh, for, you know, things that happen. I I urge anybody that hasn't listened um, to this series to go, go and listen to it. And your mind will like explode of all the things that are, are tied together with this because. I forgot about that until you just mentioned that. Yeah. Now, because oh it was, God. it was started in what, like eight, 1888 or something like that. Yeah. I have a bunch of stuff that I was going to read off just to give a background when you're done. Okay. But I, I totally forgot about that whole other, that other stuff that we mentioned that we showed connections to. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Totally forgot. So go for it, my dear. I'll stop talking. <laughs> oh, it's you're, you're fine. All right. So I'm um, just, I have some stuff that I'm just going to read off from Wikipedia just to give you kind of like a basic understanding of who they are and some past stuff. Um, the Loyal Order of the Moose was founded in Louisville, Kentucky in the spring of 1888, like you said, mm-hmm. by Dr. Henry Wilson. Uh, it was originally intended purely as a men's social club. Uh, lodges were soon founded in Cincinnati, Ohio, St. Louis, Missouri, Crawfordsville, and Frankfort, Indiana. Their earlier order was not uh, pro- prosperous. Uh, Dr. Wilson himself was dissatisfied and left the Order of the Moose before the turn of the century. Uh, then I'm getting into, uh, the membership of the lodges. This is another thing I thought was interesting of them shall be compromised of male persons of the Caucasian or white race, mm-hmm. which uh, they above, all were Yeah, above the age of 21 years mm-hmm. and not married to someone of any other than the Caucasian white race. Um, mm-hmm. that did change, uh, in 1972, but up until then they were, uh, you can only be white as well. Right. Um, if anybody's ever heard of, uh, Moose Heart, Illinois, mm-hmm. um, well, that's them <laughs> whole fucking town too. At the 1911 convention in Detroit, Davis, the, the dir- director general of the order recommended that loom loyal order of the moose acquire property for an institute school or college. That would be a home, sc- home schooling and vocational training for the orphans of loom members. Hmm. For months, offers Weird. came in in a number, <laughs> yeah, in a number of. Uh, so basically, instead of reading all that, they do have a. Uh, they have their own school. They have their own like football team. Their own like their whole sports thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have a thing on there for kids. Uh, they have their own, I think, police force in there as well. So. I was gonna say, um, think about this like Disney. It literally mm. is its own entity. Same thing as Disney, 
where it's quote centered around children. Um, and then they literally own every single one of the services in this town in Mooseheart. Uh huh. Creepy. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder now- how the tax breaks work there. <coughs> yeah. Yo, that's like if you look at the way I think Disney's set up, I, I could be wrong, but it's almost as if like those people. I think the way it's set up, those people who actually there's a very little amount, but supposedly there's people that live on that property. I think the taxes they're paying technically would actually go back to them. Yes. They're the and the, the damn, that is great. Yeah, the residents um that live there are people that are approved um by the Disney Corporation. Um and so they're, you know, employees or, or you know, whatever politician they bring in or something, but they're all people that basically they own and so they do, they pay the taxes right back to the corporation, um, like property taxes, uh, because everything else, uh like Disney pays no taxes in Florida because they own all of their own stuff. They own their own towns, two of them. Yo, it's almost like the Vatican, really. Yeah, exactly like the Vatican. Yeah. And they operate as their own separate entity outside of uh, politics, law enforcement. Yes, all of that. Very fucking weird. So that's that's an interesting um, piece. But don't they also own, uh, like, retirement homes? Yeah. Yeah, well... In Mooseheart, Illinois, uh, it's located in Kane County in Illinois. Um, they also have a home for children mm-hmm. ministered by the Loyal Order of the Moose, also known as the City of Children. Uh, the community is featured in a 1949 episode of Metro Golden Mayor's short film series, Passing Parade. So, um, mm-hmm. Like Moose Lodges, <laughs> Mooseheart was originally only open to Caucasians. Right. The facility was created to be a home for the widows and the children of members of the loyal order of the moose. Later, any child who had a family member who, or, uh, who was a member of the moose could be admitted. In 1994, admission policies were changed to allow any child in need to apply for admission, regardless of the family's affiliation or lack of with the moose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have uh, the kids stuff. Um Sorry, I'm going through my stuff. This is a bunch of pictures. That's all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they and they like I said, they do have a school there as well. Um, they have the child city and school. They do have, like I said, their own football field. Uh, it's a huge, gigantic place that they actually uh, that they own. Mm-hmm. So they even have their they even have their own like the United States Postal Service even has like their own thing in there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's obviously big enough. So it is just like <laughs> Disney. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real, for real. And uh, I'm sure just as safe too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one thing that I also thought was weird, and I know um, I've brought this up in other episodes that we've covered with other secret societies. Um, it came up when we covered Rando Nordica. It's even come up when we've covered people that are associated with um, Skinwalker Ranch that work for the government. Mm-hmm. Um, there's whenever we tend to look into like the business aspect of uh, like these 
secret societies and stuff. Sometimes it may not be the secret society itself, but it might be somebody's name who might be listed as a president or secretary. If they own something else, somehow we always end up with coming up with this, these three registering agents. Mm-hmm. CT corporation system, mm-hmm. um, the corporation company or something like that, mm-hmm. or USA Corp. Um, for yes. me, and Lux looking into USA Corp, for as far as I'm concerned, that actually is the USA government, as, right. far, as far as we know. Now, those mm-hmm. other two that I mentioned do like some circle jerk with that company to where if you were to try to find out who owns which, you'll probably just keep going in circles between those three by following names. Because right. this guy in CT Corp is also in USA Corp. And this guy mm-hmm. in Corporation Corp is also in CT Corp. So it seems like one big, huge circle jerk. But I, I do, especially after coming across it the last time, we just recently went on somebody's show and covered stuff with Travis Taylor, who admits to working with the DOD on Skinwalker Ranch. When you mm-hmm. start getting into his family and companies they own and stuff with them, we started coming across CT Corp again. So like, or the USA mm-hmm. Corp or corporation company. So that's right. really making me think now, like, is this some type of registering agent that like the government owns or the government uses? Like, so I found it really interesting that Moose Heart mm-hmm. Child City and School, their registered agent is CT Corp system. Mm-hmm. So that really starts yeah. to make me think that something is up with the government as well. Well, and and that would make sense because looking into um, like literally all the secret societies that you guys have covered and how many of them uh, are associated with CT Corporation and CT Corporation uh, is global and it's literally all over the world and it's a it's interesting. Uh, the companies that are under it. And it kind of reminds me of like a giant, um, like one money laundering. Yeah. Uh, you know, networks. These orders are part of that. I'll get into that. Too. Yes. Yes. Because um, anytime you look up um, like the, whether it's the loyal order, the moose or uh, the Shriners or whatever, CT Corp and all these other registering agents are always part of it. And then if you look into uh, their holdings, this is going to make complete and total sense. And I'm, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole for people. Yeah. It's, so, me, and, me and Lux have even said like, we should actually just do a series on these whole three companies. Cause there's something there. Oh too. my God. It, it would, it would be a very long series because yeah. <laughs> there's literally so much. Um, but from when he was doing their series before on this, um, one of the things that came up with, you know, with the CT Corp and a, a business called Walters Kluwer. Yeah. And well, Walters. To show you how we got that, because mm-hmm. I'm actually looking at that right now. The, the way right. I even connected to them is because when I was looking at the registering agent of CT Corp, now there's a bunch of them too as well. Right. Yes. But the one that they are registered with is in Chicago, Illinois. And on that, even they're like, if you were to Google the address in CT Corp, you know how you'll get like, uh, you could get like the map or whatever, right. and they'll tell you the address, the phone number, websites, uh, you know, right. business hours, all this and that. Their website 
actually for that CT Corp that the Moose Lodge is registered to, their website is ct.waltersclore.com. Right. And see, that's why I wanted to bring this up because um, thinking about like um, going back to John Wayne Gacy and how many times like, you know, victims, you know, would be uh, assaulted by him or whatnot and he would they would report it to the police and then the the police would let him off or they wouldn't look into it or they wouldn't file a report it was like oh just whatever and so he just kept getting away with this forever and ever and ever kind of reminds me of uh the environment we live in today where all of these um shooters and stuff are on the government watch list. Uh, the government has had run-ins with them before. Nothing has ever happened to these people. And so, if you if you think about this in the in the big picture, the grand scheme of things, of people that um, are part of these societies, like the Loyal Order, the Moose, or the Shriners, the Elks, you know, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. um, go back to CT Corp. And Walter's Kluwer. And it struck a nerve with me listening to um, part one and part two of your episode. And we talked about this before because Walter's Kluwer has accumulated a whole bunch of publishing companies. Oh, yeah. So we'll start with that. Um, everybody knows that my thing is exposing uh the medical industrial complex oh yeah which they got their hands in pretty good a uh, big time so walters kluwer uh not only uh engulfed lippincott publishing uh lippincott publishing literally did every single one of our nursing books um every single one of our drug manuals uh then they branched off and bought all of the uh medical uh, EMR, electronic medical record software. Uh, they bought the billing systems that you transmit claims over. They bought the uh, coding systems that are used to transmit um, all of your coding information to the World Health Organization. That's scary. <laughs> this was all done under Obama. Um, <clears throat> cough, cough. Uh, didn't and, have and and so that's just that's just like uh, the medical industry. They're involved in um, the publishing industry, the medical industry. They accumulated all of the software for the legal court systems. Um, so any kind of electronic uh, remittance, things like that, that go through the court system, they have access to. They have access to your diagnosis codes and all that stuff for your your healthcare records. Um, they also purchased, um, financial systems and software, um, banking and finance systems and software, uh, teammate, which a lot of businesses use for communications. Um, you can also do like webinars and stuff like that through teammate, but it's a messaging service that, um, not only healthcare corporations, but, Corporations in general use Teammate. They also own that. So if you think about 
um, what I said and how all of these people keep literally getting off and getting away with all the crimes that they're committing, um, being members of these societies, uh, the, the registering agents, quote, parent companies of these secret societies literally own the healthcare system. They own the attorneys, they own the judges, they own finance, they own business. They literally have their hand in every single piece of pie. And so if you think back to even like the Epstein situation. Mm, you know what fun, what's funny real quick? I hate to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. That's like another reason why me and Lux have both said we really should cover this. Because I made a yes. joke about, about um, Amber Crombie, but mm-hmm. Amber Crombie, Twitter, right. um, both CT Corp and Epstein has actually been associated with one of those three that we've mentioned. before. Yes, absolutely. And so um, if you think about uh, members are supposed to be uh, ex-military, especially in the moose, um, it doesn't have to be in every order, but that, that used to be their thing. That's how my parents got in because they were both in the military. Um, they collect dues from all these people. And so basically, if you think about it, your parent company is this giant monstrosity uh, that's global, right? Pretty that much. owns literally every kind of every system and they have their hands in everything you could think of all over the globe. They have very close ties in China, um, but they they have members like the, the lodge that my parents were part of. Every single one of the people that was part of that lodge were politicians. They were all political in nature. Everybody's very politically connected, very well tied to, you know, all the attorneys, the judges, whatever. They're all, it's like a good old boys club. And so if you think about like how people are getting away with all of these crimes and stuff, well, duh, you know, and then they collect dues and then give it back to this monstrosity of a parent company you know, that literally can, can get in and, and change your diagnosis and your medical system. Um, They can literally change your uh, judgments and your court systems. (coughs) And if you don't think that's possible, you're sadly mistaken. (laughs) Right? You're sadly mistaken. Because cause they always say, oh, no, these things are safe and secure. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many times <laughs> do we hear that things are safe and secure from our government? All the time when the line <laughs> And the government is the one that forced the medical system to go to the electronic system. Yeah. That, again, was done under Obama. So anytime your shit is internet-based, there is no safety for that. You well, know, you know, just you know like, the whole thing is, it's like, well, going by, and if this thing is true, maybe you would know it more, you know, from things that I've looked at, I've never dug into it to see if it's real, but like, didn't Obama even pass like the whole thing of like propaganda can be used on? Yes. Well, how are we going to get the information of like, you know, what propaganda might work? Like, you know, having everything on the internet now is a lot easier way to like get statistics and just... You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I could see that going along with that. Like, well, we need more information about the people that we're going to try to push propaganda on. 
So everything right. needs to be electronic so we can gather all that information. That's correct. And that's <laughs> why, um, like, the, I was not in favor of everybody's protected health information being online. You know, and they kept going, oh, it's totally safe and no one's ever going to be able oh, to. just skip a sheet and, you know. Finagle yeah, that. <laughs> Literally any person that works at that healthcare corporation can get in your fucking records. Yeah. So, hmm, you're married, then you get divorced and it was real contentious and the husband and wife both work at the same facility and, you know, he's being treated for an STD or whatever and she's vindictive. She can get access to that information. It is not private and protected. Uh. No. And they say, oh, but, you know... Uh, we can it's, one, it's run a report. Who doesn't have a sign in on Walter's Clark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But the but, other thousands of people that you know have can can look at it, but everybody else, yeah, nobody will see it. Yeah, <laughs> and and here's the thing: supposedly, um, with Walter's Clark, right? Supposedly, it only has like twelve thousand employees. Okay, but they're literally global. Oh yeah, and they literally own. I don't, I lost count of how many publishing companies they bought and oh, medical software research. They Tons. own all the research. Yeah. So, yeah. hmm. Yeah. Real, real quick, if you don't mind, I'll just read off some more stuff about everything that's, you know, just to give a really good idea about this company. Um, it's an American Dutch information service company. Uh, it's headquartered in, I don't even know how to say this, somewhere in the Netherlands. Uh, in the in Philadelphia, <laughs> the United States. I don't know. It was like oh, Alpha and N and Ridgen. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no way. <laughs> I can hardly speak English, Greg. <laughs> Walters Clore in its uh, current form was founded in 1987 with a merger between between Clore Publishers and Walters Sampson. The -hmm. company serves a legal, business, tax accounting, finance, audit risk, compliance, and healthcare markets. It mm -hmm. operates in over 150 countries. Mm -hmm. uh, now, um, in the 1980s, uh, Walters Clore purchased, like you said, J.B. Lippincott and Company from HarperCollins. Mm -hmm. uh, the company acquired Lieber, a Swedish publishing company, in 1993. Mm -hmm. uh, which, that I find interesting because Lieber... Crowley used Libra a lot for basically a lot, most of his books, like Libra O, mm -hmm. Libra E, Libra this, Libra that. And they bought it in 1993. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 93 goes along with Thelema and, you know, the, the OTO. So I just found that, like, is that just conspiracy mm -hmm. or coincidence? You know? Hmm. That's a really big coincidence. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> the following year, it established its first Eastern European subsidiary, IURA edition in Slovakia. Uh, the company acquired uh, Jujen and Volk, uh, Dalian, Fatico, all these other codex data in 1995, a whole bunch of companies. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Walters Clore was operating at that time only 16 countries with 8,000 employees. So now that's mm -hmm. back in the 1990s. Right. So who knows what that number is now considering that has gone from 16,000, uh, 16 countries to 150. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sure whatever number you said before is way off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said they had 12,000 employees, and I'm like, hmm. And you're literally all over the world, and you keep buying up shit. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so they uh, they do, uh, yeah, they, they got their hands on a lot of stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that you did mention before that I thought was interesting with the money. Now, we have ourselves, uh, like I said, me and Lux have covered – the Shriners, uh, the Order of Quetzalcoatl, the Jesters, um, Moose, and I think maybe one other one. Um, the Shriners now, for some reason, well, I guess maybe from the way they look, and they do tend to be kind of well-off people. But normally, like, when it comes to these inner orders, I would think out of all the ones that we've covered, you if you knew who they were, you'd be like, oh, Shriners are probably the richest ones. Mm-hmm. You know, when people see them in parades, you know, they right. always look like they got this huge regalia on. They got these little, you know, cars that they're riding. Like Giant they, gold rings. Yeah, like they even just look like they're dudes <laughs> with money. You know what I'm saying? Like old old white not guys. Not like me. Yeah. Holes in my T-shirt. Jim. Yeah, no, they're not dressed like us at all. <laughs> if that shit's even like real metal that they're wearing, I mean, they're, what they're we- their outfit is probably worth more than me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm so... <laughs> So uh, <clears throat> the weird thing I found with the with the loyalty of the moose, though, they are f- fucking loaded. Mm-hmm. Like they actually had more money than any of the other lodges that we ever looked at. Most of the time, mm-hmm. they were kind of like show like almost like having nothing or like maybe the one major place would have the money. But all like the other lodges, like the small ones, they had like basically nothing. Mm-hmm. This one, as soon as I start, um, and now how I know about this money, just for people listening, all these orders all find some religious way to be tax exempt. We call it five oh whatever five oh one c three. If it's that, or there's like another one that's a little bit under that, that's kind of like what a lot of these end up hitting. I think it's like eleven ninety nine. I can't remember the number, mm-hmm. but that is like a real easy one for them to get. But there, right. so once, but once you do that, um, you can go on GuideStar. There's a few other sites where you can you you are privy to the you know public's privy to how much money these tax exempt religious tax exempt companies are claiming. Right. So you can actually go yourself on GuideStar and actually type in Loyal Order of the Moose, and you will start seeing that like uh, 110,000, 171,000, uh, three, 333,000. Um, yeah, I mean, the, all those uh, 448,000, 98,000, 85,000, 138,000, like all these lodges, 607,000. Like normally we don't see that at all. On some of them, mm-hmm. so um, that may even not sound like that much money, one hundred and seven thousand. Um, but then all of a sudden, the Fredericksburg Lodge, uh, which is in yeah, uh, Virginia, I don't know what's going on there. They got one million seven hundred and six thousand. Hmm, now high. the thing is, what I'm talking about, this is just one year. This right. is like this is I'm only talking about one year of their taxes. This hasn't been since they've been open. This is whatever they claimed like in the last year. So. Right. Yeah, um, so now when you start getting into fucking schools, uh, the Moose International, Inc., which is in Mooseheart, Illinois, is for the school. Gross receipts, 
um, 98,849,000. Assets, 224 million. Moose Charities, Inc., which is for helping uh, the child city or the school, uh-huh. 19,794,000. Assets, 4,000,000. 673,000 Moose Foundation Inc another thing known for the school 29,806,000 assets 206,978,000 mm. Moose Heart Child City and School Inc 17,867,000 I mean <laughs> Moose Foundation another one 29 million again Pocket change. I mean, when, 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 what's his face? Who was that guy who was talking about uh, that rapper getting A rap money? No, motherfuckers need to get Moose Lodge money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Bitch, better get my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that Busta Rhymes getting A rap money? No, you need Moose Lodge money. Those motherfuckers are loaded. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, cause I remember like asking my parents why they decided to not be part of that anymore. And I don't know what the real reason is, but what they told me was because the dues were so high. Mm. And so I don't know what they charge. I don't know what the normal uh, thing is because obviously I'm not a member. um, So I would have no idea. But, you know, it's one of those things where um, the building that it was in was donated by the city. So they weren't paying for shit. Mm. And it was this little teeny tiny building, little run down piss hole place. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely disturbingly gross. Um, but at the same time, like I said, every single politician was part of it. And woo, the town I grew up in, baby, they're, Politics are crooked. There has never, ever been a a winner for any race other than Democrat. Never. Oh, come on. Yeah. The voter rolls are like all the dead people vote. Hell, my grandparents, who had literally been dead for, I don't know, 20 years now, uh, they vote. In every election, uh, you can take your, you know, the death certificate in there and and whatever, which my parents did multiple times to have them removed. And I think they finally got my grandfather off, which he died first. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very disturbing there. Um, you, <coughs> you mentioned before, well, there's two things, though. Well, I'll, stay, I'll, go, I'll go with the money since I was just talking about that. Uh, me and Lux, and it's just an idea or a theory that we started wondering about. Because of us covering all these other lodges, and like we said, even with the Shriners, I mean, they showed some cash, but but nothing even close to that. Right. Now, I understand you getting schools and all that stuff involved, but still, to me, that's a fuck ton of money. Mm-hmm. We've often wondered, like, when we see, like, the Shriners with no money, the order of Quatsicor, all the jesters, like, nothing like could this be a way of actually laundering money through other orders? A hundred percent. And and think about this too. And now, because if um, you give them the money, this might be charitable too. So now you're actually giving the money to the same motherfucker, but right. now you're claiming it as charity. So now you, you know, you're giving somebody you like basically your own money and getting a tax break off of that too. Well, a hundred percent. 
And think about this, since um, this was originally designed as, you know, ex-military, and this was the cleanup crew. Um, And so if you think about that in terms of uh, assassinations, murders, whatever, and then you call the cleaners to come in and fix shit, it would make a whole hell of a lot of sense that the moose would have more money than any other place because they're the ones that are doing hiding the bodies, basically. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, (coughs) but yeah, it's like, to me, it's like a big, it is a big money laundering scheme because they're all under the same umbrella. They're all owned by the same corporations. They're all, you know, registered with or, or whatever. And so, you know, like um, Lux had talked about before, like a if you look into uh, like the Golden Dawn or whatever, and then you you start looking into that and then find out that it's under the Mason umbrella. Uh, literally all of these organizations are tied together uh-huh. and what I honest to God think um, is that these are with the USA Corp and stuff. I think these are um, CIA asset farms. Yeah. That's exactly what I think. I've started, you know, be, you know, me and Lux, because like I've said, just finding CT Corp and corporation company, tying mm-hmm. back or being connected to USA, USA mm-hmm. Corp, which I do believe is actually the government. You know, me and him have always thought like, you know, is this some sort of government thing, you know, but then like, all right, it's like, all right, but then you got to think like, all right, the secret societies are directly tied to like government stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. I still think that's possible. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, that's kind of a stretch if we ever wanted to come out, like I said, cover this whole CT thing. I said, mm-hmm. but now- like I said, with this Travis Taylor thing, seeing how stuff with the DOD, right. the companies that work with the DOD, that work with NASA and work with the government, mm-hmm. they go back to CT Corp or Corporation right. Company, USA Corp. Mm-hmm. Seeing that now definitely makes me start to think that the connection between CT Corp or those other two, two mm-hmm. secret societies is from some sort of three-lettered agency. Oh, absolutely. Because, and, and two, um, like look at the amount of government funding that that comes from us uh goes into NASA you know it's like whatever it was like 343 million dollars a day or whatever it's dumb insane. shit their budget is you know what i mean um and so it's like they they take all of these um tax dollars and and put them through the government because, you know, they have your best interest at heart and everything is safe and effective. Um, and then they funnel that wherever they want into their own little, you know, organizations that they have, have set up under these umbrella corporations like CT Corp and, and USA Corp and all of that stuff. And it's all literally the same thing. I mean, they own pharmaceutical companies and and literally all kinds of shit they own all this healthcare stuff all this legal stuff uh, billing finance 
you know, you name it. They have literally all of these goods and services under this giant government umbrella. And that's exactly what it is. It's a tax shelter. And it's a it's a way for them to do money laundering with not only our tax dollars, but anything they take in in these societies to be able to move that to wherever they want and to fund double sides of whatever they want for their outcome. You know, you know what I, I covered and uh now I'm like wishing maybe I would have checked more states because like uh, thinking of like the whole money laundering thing and like what you're even talking about now, mm-hmm. this makes me really wonder about more of them. But I, for something, for, for some reason, I just started looking up uh, CT Corp itself and seeing like where those are located. And I, I, for the one in New York, I just happened to find that it was like on 28 uh, Liberty Street, New York. It's a gigantic fucking building. But uh, that's where they're located at. And I, I looked it up and it used to be the one Chase Manhattan, Manhattan Plaza. It's a 60-story uh, skyscraper. Right. right. And the weird thing about that is that um, at 28 Liberty Street, under the registered agent CT Corp, you also have the Ithaca Lodge number 666 Loyal uh-huh. Order weird. Moose. Yeah, <laughs> weird, huh? Yeah, so the same address that CT Corp is at, the Ithaca Lodge number 666, the Loyal Order of the Moose, is also mm-hmm. registered at under it's like what the fuck? Yeah, and see, to me, like I said, um growing up in the town that I grew up in Indiana, you literally had it was a haven for all of these things. And like I said, it was a super duper corrupt uh place. And of course, what did we have there? Uh we have a federal prison. Um, that they sent the Unabomber and oh. lots of other people too, right? Um, but there's uh, lots of FBI that come through there. Uh, lots of marshals that come through there. Lots of uh, clowns <clears throat> that come through there. Casey. But you've got, I mean, like I said, it is literally um, a small place. Okay, it's like 80,000 population, which compared to where I live now, that that is tiny. Uh, But it's got like 80,000 population. And like I said, it's got the Shriners, it's got the Elks, it's got the Moose, it's got the uh, Masons, it's got uh, the Scottish Rite. It's literally all of that shit in one town. Imagine the amount of money that goes through there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, even another thing I forgot to mention, too, Mooseheart even had a camp, too, for kids. Camp mm-hmm. Ross. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Uh, and what I was going to uh oh, thing going back to Gacy now, too, who was mm-hmm. in the loyal order of the Moose. You know, he he was, uh, fuck, he was, like, very well connected, in my opinion. Right. And, like, he, he took pictures with, uh, wasn't it, I think, Carter's wife. Yeah. I don't think he has pictures with him, but he did with Carter's wife. He was and um, he bragged it, about he bragged about his connections oh. all the time. Yeah, whenever they even put on like parades, I forgot exactly where he lived. I don't know if it was the mayor or governor, whoever, like he worked like with them and helped actually set up the parades and helped put them together. Right. 
and well, he was part he was, of the Democrat Party in his area as well. Yeah, and he was in he was in Chicago for a long time, and Chicago was was not far from uh, from where I grew up. Chicago's another very super duper corrupt, uh, very politically corrupt area. But there again, you've got like a lot of these, um, you know, organizations. Uh, you've got federal prisons. You've got lots of federal agents. And so, again, it's like a haven for, what do you say? Like, uh, just a, a haven to, like, fester, right? Mm. Fester bad behavior. And and look at how many times, you know, and, and throughout his life, like, he was he was involved at a you know really young age in politics and with the Democratic Party and stuff. And I'm not shitting on the Democratic Party. I literally don't like either party. So I'm yeah. just clear that up. Clear that up right now. Um, but he was literally started out as a kid, you know, in the political system, and then you know grew into these um, deviant behaviors. And, and, you know, with the um, different kinds of things that he was into as far as his victims go and, you know, hiding his homosexuality and and his need for torture, basically, even though he was married twice, you know, and it's like uh, hiding that side from your wife. And then he gets involved in, you know, uh, like moves out of Chicago and I think it was, I, what was that? Iowa, Idaho, something. He moved somewhere and it was like, he was going to try to start a new life because he'd had all these complaints about him. And, you know, the police, uh, police were looking into him. Ha ha. Wink, (laughs) wink. Yeah. They were looking so hard. I tell you, it was, it was embarrassing. Um, Yo, even when and he then he starts the first time, he like the shit that he pulled off while he was there was like unrealistic. Yes, like and didn't he have I can't remember what it was. He had something like installed at the fucking prison that was never there before. It was like something for like the inmates to use. He yeah. started like a JC chapter. I forgot exactly yeah. what that is. Oh, oh baby, that in prison. Who the fuck? No, does no, that no. In prison? Okay, in 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 the Midwest. Uh, the JCs yeah, is his is a first big, time going to prison. We're talking about his first time going to prison, right? <laughs> the the JCs in the Midwest is a big thing. Um, Indiana, Illinois, that was like a huge thing. Like growing up, they always want everybody to be a JC. I, I'll pass. Um, what it is? It's called. It's the Junior Chamber. Um, and it was started. I don't like nineteen. I want to say fifteen or something. And then it became Junior Chamber or JCI, uh, Junior Chamber International, uh, much later. And this is where it became global. Um, But this is an organization that focuses on kids. And it's like from um, like 18 to 40 and teaching them to be future social leaders, right? Mm -hmm. Social justice warriorship. They are actually such a large organization that they are consultative status 
um, for UNESCO, United Nations Educational, Cultural, Scientific, whatever. Um, And they are also um, on the Council of Europe, consultative status for the Council of Europe. Now, let me ask you a question. In all of your research that you did, um, don't these organizations link back to like, uh, what is it called? Like the Council in Europe or something? Oh, I'm trying to think of what it's called. I'm not sure about. You know what's unfortunate is this whole thing with the JCs, the Masons, oh, the the Masons, (laughs) the Scottish. Uh, uh, Well, one of those. uh, I forgot which side is over there. Hold on a minute. I was going to say when it came to the JC stuff, that was more of Lux who actually went into all that. So, but I just remember that he was, uh, and that he started his own shit in jail too. The Grand Lodge of Masonry in England. Um, and so th- the JCs are tied to the same thing. Um, oh, that's really so nice. anytime you hear the JCs, it is also under that like Masonic umbrella, which is like umbrella. the same thing. Like Moose Lodge. <laughs> yes, it's like it's like people probably really don't Name like the Shriners yeah. and People may not know the Shriners are actually an inner order of the Masons. They have so many inner orders and so many things. I mean, technically, stuff that we were going to eventually cover because of stuff that we've come across that we haven't gotten into yet. But, I mean, the KKK and the Mafia all fall under the umbrella of Masonry. Correct. Yep. And that's why, um, like, thinking about Gacy, it's it's such an interesting thing because – um, not only was he like the most famous serial killer clown, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, he's part of, what is it? Um, moose. Yeah. Jake in the moose. moose. What is the order for the, uh, you know, they have the clown thing. Oh, uh, Jolly Jesters? I was going to say say that. I've often thought, and you're bringing it up now. It's funny. I I was thinking about that just now uh, because I did want to mention. I've often thought since the loyal order of the moose is kind of like, like I was saying before, a lot of people in other orders of masonry will join that for the fraternity and the beer and all the socializing. The fact that he liked to dress up as a clown. Mm -hmm. Now, those are normally jesters which are an inner order of uh the shriners actually right a lot of the jesters actually will dress up and as the, the shriners circus people yes a lot of the ones that you see that might be in parades if you see the shriners and then you see clowns those are probably the jesters which are the inner order of the shriners right. so i wondered it was gacy a jester because he was so much with the clown stuff. If if you look hard enough for a Gacy picture, you'll see him dressed up as a clown holding balloons. And one of the balloons says 33 flavors. Right. Like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> 33 flavors? Here's that number again, 33. <laughs> you know? So what I find um, super interesting um, with the moose, uh, with the Shriners, uh, with lots of different orders, they they do the clown thing. And that's, mm-hmm. like you said, an inner order. And if you think about it, how many kids do you know that like clowns? 
the scariest shit for the most part. Exactly. Clowns are traumatizing for most children. And so if you think about all of these orders being, quote, philanthropic uh, orders that are there for the children and the the children's needs and, and whatever, and then these same orders that are helping the kids literally always dress up like clowns. Mm. Well, again, Gacy, what did he do? He went to, just like the Joker movie, Gacy mm-hmm. went to the hospital dressed up as a clown. Correct. To do that too, to help kids, just like the fucking Joker movie. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and to me, and thinking about, and I'm not saying this is real, I'm not saying it's not real, but if you if you think about that on the level of like adrenochrome, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have clowns that kids are terrified of that are in an orphanage or, you know, a children's home or a private children's school or whatever the fuck or a private room at a tent at a Shriner Circus. Uh, and then the, you got these clowns that are there to scare the shit out of kids what other purpose would they serve i mean i'm just trying yeah. to play devil's advocate here yeah i mean even a- another thing i thought was weird you I mean you're talking about like uh, possibly like you're saying the adrenochrome maybe scaring the kids that could mm-hmm. raise that there was like a weird thing that we found and uh, you know this could just be conspiracy or just a coincidence it really could be or maybe it is something that i found that might link but when we covered uh, when we covered Little Nas X, we just did like a short episode on him, mm-hmm. and uh, I was showing some of his older episodes. Besides that obvious one that he he did that you know everybody was where he's doing there. Satan. Yeah, yeah. There was um, there was another one where I think he turns into like maybe a werewolf, a vampire, or something. It was very weird, but like it shows him going into a place. And like for some reason, it focuses on this um, S. Day Lauder Night Serum. Mm-hmm. And like I was like, all right, maybe it could be like he's you know, just promoting it so he gets paid, you know, or it could be like, was there something up with the Night Serum? It was very weird. And it kind of went along with like the whole, I guess, uh, turning into a werewolf type thing. Right. And I looked into it and I was like, is there something up with that? So like I actually looked that shit up and started looking into like what's actually in it and used. And like the active ingredient or like the, the supposedly like miracle drug that will get rid of the wrinkles in your face. MCR5 cells, fetal tissue. It's from a spina, it's fermented spina bifida. Yeah, exactly. The Shriners Hospital mm-hmm. actually specializes in that. And spina bifida. It's uh-huh. <laughs> And basically what that is, is like you mm. throw like a sack of mm. like uh like a sack on your spinal thing as a child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's actually, it's the most common, uh, I think, birth defect, believe it or Mm -hmm. not, that doesn't handicap somebody, you know, for babies. And that hospital specializes in that surgery. And I'm like, but yet that shit is then used in expensive Mm -hmm. as fuck nights, you know, people are rubbing on their eyes. Well, and that's the thing is that um, a lot of people don't know that uh, not only Estee Lauder, but a lot of the other uh, expensive brands that are out there on the market actually have fetal tissue in them. And so 
uh, just like you said with the night serum, it's the same kind of thing that's coming from a baby, only it's a specialized thing. But yeah, I mean, do you want to go put some baby on your face? I have at it. That's not my thing. I read that. Happen. Yeah. And then I was like, but and then and then it made me think about the Shriners at one point, and I was like, they do have a children's uh, hospital. Yeah. And I looked up the thing, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is just like a weird coincidence, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I don't know. One and two, um, like uh, talking about Gacy, you know, and and like he volunteered the information that he had gone to the hospital, children's hospitals. Uh, dressed up like a clown. However, you cannot find anywhere what hospital that was. Mm. But I know just from living there, uh, Chicago Children's Hospital is huge. You know, and that's so all of these things, like I said, with the, you know, parent companies owning, you know, the, the, medical systems in all these hospitals, mm-hmm. the electronic records and the court systems and all this other shit. Like, no wonder this dude like wasn't afraid to get arrested. I mean, he was even, you know, taunting the, the police that were tailing him, like inviting him to dinner and out to drinks at the Moose Lodge. <clears throat> Weird. Oh, yeah, uh, he, did, he did actually. Yeah. And so here's what I thought um, about that. Um, so they go to the Moose Lodge to have drinks. He he invites his his police tail uh, to go into the lodge with him to have drinks because you can do that. You can invite guests in. Um, and if you think about like what I said, where in our town, it was literally all the politicians, judges, attorneys. All of that, all of the people that are all tied together, and he's parading them in there to the Moose Lodge. And I'm sure his was also the same way, where it's full of, you know, judges and attorneys and politicians to be like, you know, like you're not going to get me because see all these people, they're in my back pocket type thing. I actually never thought of that. That's like, no. that's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I never, because I, I remember. When we covered him, I think, I don't know if we mentioned it, but I remember like the fact that I think he even says like he had a drink mm-hmm. with like one of the detectives or something inside the Moose Lodge. And I never thought mm-hmm. of like, well, how do we know who else was in there? I, I, I don't mm-hmm. know why I never thought of that. Like just because he brought him in there doesn't mean there was people in there prior that didn't get mentioned. Right. It could have been like, yeah, these are the people I sit and drink with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the crazy thing, something for sure. Maybe the second time when he got caught, they were like, shit, we can't do it again. But the first time when he first did get in trouble, the mm-hmm. amount of time that he did and what he actually served is fucking insane. And if he right. would have actually served the time that he was given, none of this other stuff ever yeah, would have right. happened. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have actually killed 33 people. Again, with the 33, yeah. weird. And and that's the thing. Um you know, like I said, uh, with with the amount of connections in such high places in all of these organizations, I mean, they're literally judges, 
lawyers, you know, cops, the whole nine yards. They're the they're little literally infiltrated in every organization, um, fraternal order, police, um, all of that stuff. There's people in all of these organizations that are built in um like cushion protection for you know, people that do things. And so if you think about um, like all of the uh, child rapist or, you know, um, people from the quote, summer of love, right. That were smack on the hand, let him go, whatever. And then they turn around and, you know, go stab somebody five minutes after they're released. Um, It's like, no. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, these are, put in place to um, not only cushion people that commit crimes um, as we saw in his case, as we see now today currently, um, but also to destroy the system from within, you know, because if you've got these people that you install like prosecutors, uh, DAs, things like that, and they're um, like, push for no bail, no cash bail. Um, so you gotta let everybody go. Uh, basically, uh, (laughs) saying you're going to be really good and you'll never do anything again. And you know, you already stabbed 20 people and then they let you go because no cash bail. And then they're shocked that you go out and do the same thing again, right after they let you out the door after serving no time. And that's why like, um, all the, pedophilia cases, uh, child pornography, stuff like that. They get what maximum three months. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that to me is purposeful because all of these organizations are involved with children's hospitals, children's organizations, orphanages, children's schools, you know, everything and anything that has anything to do with kids, just like the boy scouts, the girl scouts, you know, it's access to all these children. That's why they're partnering with or being philanthropic for, for kids because it's a huge industry, right? Mm -hmm. There was, I mean, like we were saying before and, uh, I'll say so. I'll guess I'll cover some more stuff to make this like kind of really fit the picture. But, you know, you we were saying before about possibly him, uh, you know, because of the whole clown thing. I do wonder, like, mm-hmm. was he a jester? Now, if mm-hmm. he, you know, was, which I think is quite possible. When we covered the jesters, the jesters, like we said, I said before, is an inner order of the Shriners. Now, you mm-hmm. can't ask to become one. Right. They will ask you if you want to become one. Mm-hmm. When we covered the jesters, we came across a lot of judges, cops, mm-hmm. uh, politicians, um, lawyers, uh, tax people, right. all sorts of like important people. And we've also found, and like we even showed it in our series, legit real legal document documents, they had also been busted transporting uh, illegal uh, prostitutes, you know, underage prostitutes from, I think, mm-hmm. New York. To Kentucky, and mm-hmm. then they also had a uh, one a guy who was in the the jesters owned a um, I forgot the name of it some kind of company over in Brazil, where it would take you out and you'd go I think fishing for uh, rainbow trout or something like mm-hmm. that, or right. you could take a party boat out. 
Right. They got caught almost doing like some kind of Epstein shit where they were using like girls from the island to go get these old, rich, uh, fucked up, nasty old dudes, young mm-hmm. chicks to bring on the boat and to screw. Right. And it was all illegal. They ended up getting busted for that. Um, so now like you have kind of like, again, kids. So now mm-hmm. let's, just, let's just say if if Gacy was a jester, now he's associated with the children's hospital. Now mm-hmm. the moose heart is also associated with children's schools. Right. Um, then you also have uh fuck, I forgot where else I was gonna go with that shit. Yeah, you do you do have a lot of um possibilities of like kids being circulated in right in fucked up ways. Yeah, and that's the thing is um Oh, and the, like the other thing with the kids, I'm sorry, real quick, sorry to interrupt okay. you with Gacy. There was also that connection where he had a kid named Paskey that worked for him. Mm-hmm. He had did time with a dude down in Texas. I think his name was John Norman or something like that, who had been busted multiple times running pedophile rings mm-hmm. where he was actually making out like a mail, like, like almost like magazines or like mail order stuff where stuff was being sent to people who were part of the clique and you would could write back and then choose like who you want and where. And like, he was like the middle person setting up, the, the kid with the rich fucking, you know, nasty fuck. Mm-hmm. And he had gotten busted once uh, and then went to jail. And this crazy motherfucker was still running that shit from prison. Him and that dude, Paskey, he met Paskey in prison down there, started running the fucking using the, the, the like printing press in the jail because, you know, they mm-hmm. had people there working and, you know, or whatever. Right. They started making their own little one and sending it out. They were still keeping the operation going from inside jail using their printing press. And that should tell. And then Pasky somehow connects to fucking Gacy. He worked for Gacy. A dude that was connected with some motherfucker that was running a gigantic pedophile ring in Texas that cops even say that were on the case. There's names that they found that were connected to that. They would never repeat. Right. And and I was going to say, <clears throat> that goes to show you um, how corrupt the prison system is because they are supposed to read anything and everything that comes in or goes out of the prison. And so um, I know that because my dad (laughs) worked in the federal prison system for a really long time. Um, But they're supposed to monitor all of that. And so for that, just to, you know, they're printing the shit in the, prison which i you'd think the print shop would notice something hmm, weird that no one said anything you know and then it goes through all of these different areas before it gets actually sent out of the prison so who was on the take yeah well i would even say from my own experience what's that what's that warden part of what Hmm. organization is he part of what organization are those guards part of you know And that's why I said, like, if you think about, like, even just this uh, loyal order, the moose, which a lot of people have probably never even heard of. Mm -hmm. We always just called it the moose lodge when we were growing up. Um, But the with the amount of money that they have and the amount of connections that they have and coverage that they have from this umbrella corporation that literally owns 
every kind of everything, technologically speaking, type system that you could ever want and, and controls the books, controls the medical system, controls the legal system and all of that. No wonder, you know, everyday people like you and me would go down for, you know, 40, 50 years if we even looked at somebody the wrong way. But you got these people that are, you know, constantly uh, sexually molesting kids or murdering people or whatever. And it's like maybe five years yeah, for murder. Yeah, he didn't get, I mean, Gacy didn't get much time at all when he, the first mm-hmm. time he got it. I mean, I even think for the crime that he did, he got kind of like, I think it was only 10 years, but then he did like fucking such little time. Mm-hmm. It's like, how the hell does that even happen? Yeah. And I wish I and, could remember what it was, but like he had something installed too, or something even like somehow got the permission to have something done to the prison grounds for the prisoners. And people were like, yo, what the fuck? Well, think about that too. And how well, I mean, he bragged about his connection. So mm-hmm. think about how well connected he was to be able to accomplish something like that, because that is, those are on on federal government property because he was in a federal prison. Um, federal government property, you know, owned by the federal government. I mean, it may be run by a, another corporation, but if it's a federal prison, that had to get some kind of federal level approval. Mm. He did 18 months out of a 10 year sentence. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I know what it was. He must have uh, been let out early for coming pro- COVID protocols. <laughs> Just kidding. That was in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I was back in my day when I was a wee taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the first time, like 72, that he got arrested, something like that. And it was before, because all this, all the crazy shit with him started like in the late 60s, you know, when he was uh, molesting people and, you know, assaulting people and whatever. And it took him a long time before they actually arrested him the first time. I want to say it was like 70. I think in 78, it might have been when he finally got popped. Uh, when Yeah, they that was the final. The yeah, for the last one. So Yeah, I think it was like 71, 71 yeah. or 72. And then you think about that, and it took him that many more years, even with people continually making reports, you know, about him sexually assaulting them or, you know, physically and sexually assaulting them or whatever. For them to be like, oh, pff, all right, Shh, my bad. I guess I'll go yeah. after this guy. Kind of <laughs> sounds like the FBI watch list. I'm sure after 18 months of that leisurely time he did in jail, he did not come out worrying about not doing what he did again. Exactly. I'm sure he wasn't like, you know, like uh, it, t- it took uh, two or three years for him to get back into it. I highly doubt that. Exactly. So, um, this is a little bit off topic, uh-huh. but I just want to put this out there um, for listeners 
and for uh, anybody that may be watching, I'm just going to say there is some issues in the community. Not going to name names. However, if you are going to threaten uh, bodily harm or verbally threaten or anything like that, um, a bunch of other people, or you prefer to uh, send out mass emails or text messages trying to um, get people shut down or blacklisted because they're having people on their shows you don't like. I'm just going to tell you right now from me and for my show, you can literally fuck all the way off with that shit. (laughs) Not going to name names again, because I am not that kind of person. However, um, we do what we do to expose things and to have conversation and further uh, conversation and maybe pick up some knowledge here and there along the way. Um, (laughs) Research. (laughs) Exactly. There's a lot of research that goes into these shows and stuff. And so if you are the person in the community that is causing the issues because um, you're a pussy and your butt hurt because people were questioning motives. Um, I don't know what to tell you, but I think you're a member of one of these societies. And uh, if you have something to say, please call me. You have my phone number. I'll be more than happy <laughs> to have a conversation. Damn, listen to you. All right. Anyway. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like way. almost like people got to do those disclaimers mm-hmm. nowadays on their shows the way it's yeah. getting. Recently. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. and you know what? I will be nice to every person that I encounter on this earth until you uh, treat me poorly. Yeah, right. And if you do, or if you attack somebody that I love, hmm, you probably better run <laughs> because I am a ninja squirrel. So I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just cool. Thank you very much. Oh, so, what was... else can you tell me, my dear? Oh, Sorry about the tangent. I no, just it's all right. popped it's into right. my head and I had to get it out. Uh, tell you the truth. I mean, except for stuff that like I had for visuals, which I really can't share. I mean, I did have some like, you know, pins and stupid stuff like that, but uh, I really don't have like, unfortunately, because uh, of Lux having his other side of the show. I can't, you know, I only have what I have. That's all right. It's all uh, good, my dear. Yeah, I was just so, trying to, uh, I think basically covered, I mean, I think the Walter's Clora thing is is a big thing, like we mentioned, CT Corp. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we covered that because I really do think that is something people need to start wondering about. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact of, I think, the connection to uh, the kids mm-hmm. and then the busting of, you know, running basically uh, sex trafficking underage people. It's mm-hmm. all very weird. Out of your prison cell? Where have I heard that before recently? Hmm. Could it be a name that starts with an E that the guy <laughs> didn't actually kill himself? Oh, hmm. Hmm. Same kind of thing. And weird, weird, weird coincidences. 
that again uh, had lots of witnesses, had lots of reports, literally took years and years and years and years and years before uh, an arrest was made. And then he's put into jail. He only had to spend half day in there. And he could have girls come to his prison cell. And he was still business as usual. And ain't that weird uh, that the prosecutor, though, um, that made the sweetheart deal for him also is the one that signed a search warrant here lately for another place. Um, So the same uh, prosecutor that made the sweetheart deal for Epstein later on went on to work for Epstein and represent his employees. That's some fucking crazy shit. Just saying. So if people are having trouble understanding why no one is held accountable, um, and why other people are held accountable for much, much less, this is why you are not in this club you are not in one of these organizations therefore you do not have uh the pillow cushioning padding from all of the people around you so you are not free to commit crimes just saying be good (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what's was funny when we uh not to i'm not going to get into it too much but for your listeners if you don't know um, who Joseph Smith is, he's the one who started the Mormons. Mm-hmm. If you go look into his arrest and death, maybe he was the original Epstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there seems very shady about that whole story and how everything went down. I wonder if he really died himself too. Um, there is a series that I just watched recently. On uh, the Latter Day Saints, Oof. Uh, that people need to watch because that dude, big ass pedophile. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. I can't. Is that remember. the one like Crane's Stay Sweet Pray or some shit? Like yes, that? yes, yes, yes. Oh, he Jeffrey Warren's or some shit like that. Sick. Um. So yeah, people, uh, you can watch that. But yeah, these are these again are people that um were reported uh, to authorities. Uh, Kids escaped. um, Ex-members went to authorities. They're like, look, these things are going on. And it literally took them like, I don't know, 20 some years before they finally got this guy. And then I was like, oh, we'll go after him for tax evasion. Are you fucking kidding this dude is raping like six-year-old kids, and you're going to get him for tax evasion. You know, you know what's wild. Again, well, b- back to the Masons again. Um, first off, Joseph Smith, he was a Mason, and mm-hmm. when he started making his like all these numbered amounts of peoples of these for these little groups, his first twelve right. apostles or whatever the fuck they were called, the elders, whatever, all Masons, uh-huh. and in that Jeffrey Warren's. Uh, thing that you're talking about. There is a point where I think they mentioned taking kids to Texas to, I think, yes. marry them kind of illegally, right? Yes. 
Yes, they they were, they were kidnapping. They were kidnapping uh, children in the middle of night from these homes without parental permission, um, because the church owned all of all of the homes, all of the property um, in this particular town that they lived in, and so uh, they would come in while the parents were sleeping. They would take the kids. Um, and they took them, and this is in Utah, mind you. Um, and then they would take the kids to Texas, to El Dorado, to the. It was it was like called the God. God, co- complex or something to. I, I, Zion. We're taking them to Zion. Z- yes, Mount Zion. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, they were not only. Uh, kidnapping but transporting across state lines and then he was raping these little tiny children in the in the quote temple supposedly i think even selling them off and marrying off like underage kids to yes yeah trafficking crazy thing if you watch that series now i don't know if this is just again coincidence coincidence or is it a subtle hint but when they show you in that series him talking about going to Texas El Dorado. Mm-hmm. When they show that El Dorado sign, you are now entering El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Look to the right, you will see a gigantic other little sign next to it, home of the ancient Freemasons. Lodge mm-hmm. number blah, blah, blah. 100%. And why do you think that area was, why do you think that area was picked? And again, <laughs> local law enforcement knew there were, um, uh, TV people that had been investigating this this guy for years. All of these people knew, and nothing happened for a really long time. Like and I said, it was like eighteen. Was even taking them to looked so fucking shady. It looked like a, a, a crack. Like it's like one of those hotels that you'd just look at and be like, "I'm definitely not staying there." I'm not yeah, that up. was it. Was that like was the marriage hotel on the way, or had like a spa in like some crack fucking looking hotel. So yeah, that's the um here. Like was that whole thing set up there and just for all that shit going on cuz I don't know who would want to stay there looking at it from the front of it. Yeah, no, that's that's where um they were transporting them across state lines to this f- literally flea bag motel is like yeah. a one story. Look like it reminds me of one of those uh, places like if you're on a car trip or something and you run into one of those motels and it's like 24-hour porn on all the TVs and there's <laughs> nothing else. Um, little beat-up-ass run-down motel where they were p- performing the marriage ceremonies because in this state that they went to, it wasn't illegal uh, for kids to marry at a young age. And so he would transport them across state lines to marry them off you know when they're like 13 12 whatever yeah yeah now now that even again maybe your listeners might be like mormons fuck mormons who like you know i never even really heard about them believe it or not there's more mormons than jews and they actually own uh they're like one-fifth of the I think they own like fifth of the biggest amount of like property in the United States. Yes. They own and a they own a property in Florida. Yeah. But you know, and, and this is not knocking any, any particular religion because oh. every, every religion has, um, 
have their problem, own way. <laughs> have, have problems with, you know, uh, child sexual abuse and, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, they all do. Now there is a, um, a thing that I watched, uh, on the Mormons, like multiple different, uh, shows about that, where they have acquired, um, <clears throat> well, there's a lot of fraud going on as far as original documents and stuff that supposedly had, they had the plates for and uh, uh, like to publish these, you know, publish publications or whatever and, and stuff. But like every, every organization, including the Catholic church, uh, everybody knows about their pedophilia scandal. Everybody knows that the Vatican has amassed a fuck ton of wealth and property from uh, stolen goods, ill-gotten gains, uh, theft, you name it. Like literally every organized thing has something, you know, or a leader has been accused of something yeah, or, or whatever the case may be. So it's not singling that out. It's just disturbing behavior. <clears throat> Again, like with the whole, you know, Gacy situation and other people that have been in the, you know, Masons or other societies that, that were let go because they're connected politically. Uh, yeah, I mean, even jo Joseph Smith, well, I know Brigham Young. Uh, I mean, they even like, they use a lot of the beehive and the bee symbology, the Mormons, and that they got that from the Masons. <laughs> Like mm -hmm. they even use some of the same, uh, a lot of Mormon churches or the, the temples, sorry, they're big, nice, right. fancy temples that not any Mormon can go to either. You have to have right. a certain role in order to even walk into that place. A lot of right. them have the all seeing eye above their door and they have a beehive on the doorknob. Well, it's like, and you know, it's, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because, um, I had a conversation with the lady. I, I haven't been able to get her on the show yet. Um, but she grew up in the South um, in a Baptist church and come to find out this church, um, they were all 33rd degree Masons. Uh, the whole church was Masons. Uh, there was incest. Uh, there was child rape. Um, there was all kinds of things going on down there. And, and you know, finally becoming an adult, you know, and, uh, realized what was going on, whatever, and was kind of, she decided to leave and they're like, okay, well, you're excommunicated then. And it's kind of like the Scientology, you know, where if, if you leave, like nobody that's still in it can talk to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sure. that's what a lot of these, um, societies do once you oh, leave, yeah. if you, say anything bad against them or whatever uh people will not speak to you yeah and if you were brought up and raised yeah. into that stuff yeah that is like the biggest fear like all right so either i i stay here with everybody and i hate staying here or i leave all by myself and know no one right the most people are not going to do that they're gonna stay yeah it's fucked up because people people um you know, it's in our nature to want to be around other people. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then what do you do? I mean, that's the catch 22. Do you stay in your miserable and you're sexually assaulted and you're abused and 
you know, passed around like a party favor all the time? Or do you go out on your own and not know anyone and you're emotionally scarred anyway and so you try to make your own way? I don't that's tough. Yeah. I couldn't like yeah, I mean thinking about having no one and just like you don't even know how the world works. Right. Like, like, would you even know there's like a social security's office you can go to to try to get some shitty fucking form of, ha- you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even right. know, you're thinking you're just going to walk out to the world and be like, fuck, uh, I, I need help. Like, you don't know what to do. Right. It's, it's scary. So let me ask you what you think. Okay. So all of these organizations, Moose included, are supposed to be uh, philanthropic yes. organizations to, quote, help people in need. Do you know exactly what they do? <laughs> I do think, um, I, I mean, I've seen exactly what they do. No, but I mean, you, I do see some of them that do try to promote that they, uh, they might raise money for these charities or go out and sell this and that, or, or you know, do certain things. Charities that they're giving themselves the money back. <laughs> Cause I that do- is literally all I've seen. <laughs> Now, I, I do think, like like I was saying before, you know, we're only talking about a small percentage of these these orders. I do think, unfortunately, there is uh, there is probably some little stuff that is actually really done, and for the majority of the people in the order, they see that and think it actually is doing something, mm-hmm. and it could even be real. They could actually even be doing that, but it's just for the look of like this is why they think we're here. This is what we're about. They saw mm-hmm. this little thing, it makes us look good, but yet we're doing X, Y, and Z, and they'll, they'll never guess because we just handed over $50,000 to somebody for a charity. Well, well and that's the thing because, like, the, the part moose, of the match, the facade. <laughs> yeah, because, like, the moose um, thing where I grew up, okay, so they were in, like, a parade, and they <laughs> threw candy. Uh, it's not like you did anything else and and like uh, thinking about like the shriners the shriners circus was a big deal there every year the shriners would put on the circus at the fairground who was owned by a shriner of course right weird weirdly enough he owns like all the property in the town um so they would put on this circus and then proceeds would go to Shriners Hospital, which they also own. So I'm like, and you just collected a bunch of money and paid yourself back because you already own the clowns are from your Shriners. Um, mm-hmm. and, and literally, like, you didn't pay for anything because you own all the shit. Yep. So I'm just curious, like, what they actually do do as far as helping the needy i'm i don't know i haven't i don't think (laughs) they except for maybe making it worse you know it's (laughs) funny that you said like oh they 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 throw candy out something so simple like that like oh yeah look at them in the parade throwing candy out acting nice just Uh that oh dressed up like a moose that is all it took was some candy to be thrown at you and you think they're great guys that, that's how Blasio was getting people to go out and get jabs. Oh, you got a free burger and fries. Go get jabs. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> they threw us candy. Oh, nice people. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's the that's the thing I don't get is 
all of these organizations that say that they're helping and say that they're filling a need, what are you filling? I mean, do you think your a kid needs your wiener? Is that what the need is? I don't see what other need that would be. I just don't. Yeah. No, I don't think, uh, like I said, I think they try to give the facade of actually doing anything for the, you know, benefiting the, the community, but I think it's the total actual opposite. They're really just there to degrade it or to, you know, run a criminal organization, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the only thing I, mean, I can see. Legal because and other than that, like the Elks doesn't do anything uh, at all. Uh, the, like said, the Shriners put on a circus, uh, never seen the Scottish Rite do anything other than play in a parade with bagpipes. Mm. I, I, like I haven't, I haven't seen any of them actually do a thing. Yeah. Collect dues, get richer. Ah, <laughs> oh, sounds like politicians. Yeah. yeah. So my dear, we shall leave it here for today. Okay. Sounds good. Um, any final thoughts or final words for people? Uh, no, not really. Uh, you know, we did just real quick. You know, we were covering the Mormons. Um, and like I was saying before, people may not think like, oh, that's really like oh, fucking Mormons. Who cares? Like, you know, who are they? Um, I would suggest if you are into what's going on or heard about what's going on at Skinwalker Ranch, not to plug my own show. But I would suggest you go check out our Skinwalker Ranch series because, in my opinion, a lot of stuff that we are seeing right now that's becoming popular in the conspiracy community, in my opinion, is a Mormon psyop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go check out the Skinwalker series that we have. If anybody uh, that listens to your show is more interested on some weird Mormon stuff uh, along with you know, Skinwalker Ranch, go check that out. Yeah. Definitely uh, make sure you go and like, subscribe, follow, download, share his show. And where can they find your show? What's it called? Uh, I have uh, my own show, the NY Patriot Show. That's on uh, BitChute, Rumble, uh, all major podcasts. Um, And also on YouTube, it's called Tor and More. And that is because the other show that I'm on, The Occult Rejects, that I co-host with Lux, that is uh, on all major podcasts and Bitchute and Rumble, but both of our shows and his own podcast that he's going to start up again is all on one YouTube channel as well. I could give you my link tree if you don't mind, and you could just put that in the show notes. I'll have everything in there that I'm on. So Tor means Tor the occult, the occult rejects. rejects and more. So it's T-O-R. <laughs> so yeah, it has, it has my show. It has Lux's show on there, and it has uh, the occult rejects as well. All of our shows. Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay. So um, for me, uh, if you're tuning into this audio wise, you can also go check out the video version on Roku TV at Patriot Podcast Network. Uh, Lots of good content creators there. So go uh, make sure you add that and then use the little star button up in the right hand corner. Give it a five-star rating because that's nice. Go uh, like, subscribe, download, and share my show because I'm pretty awesome. I'm pretty nice, at least when I'm sleeping. Uh, Deplorable Nation on every podcast platform and on actualactivist.com. So be kind, love one another, 
don't trash people in the community unless you want to get some backlash yourself. So anyway, I love you. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Have a good one.